0: Well hello everybody it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are well yesterday in the daily devotional, I told you that unexpectedly I have had the opportunity to go away for a few days of prayer and reflection and it doesn't happen very often and uh, like so many of us we're so busy and being able to do that is difficult and uh, but it's caught me on the hop i don't have any of the equipment that I normally travel with i uh, I don't have any of my team. I don't have the lights, the cameras, etc. So you have me in this way. It's a little bit more raw. But because I'm praying a bit more and reflective a bit more, I pray that that will make up for it. Uh, I want to read to you a passage of scripture where, firstly, from the, the story of the transfiguration, of what happens to Jesus when he's transfigured. And then, and then Jesus says to Peter, James and And John who go with him don't tell anybody about this until I've died and risen and then years later Peter writes about it and the reason I want to reflect on this is because it's talking about who Jesus is and in this series knowing Jesus it's so vitally important and I found myself in this last 24 hours asking myself the question am I in the place that God's calling me to be and am I responding to God as I should in my life and responding to Jesus. Well, let's go to Matthew's gospel, chapter 17. And it says this. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his face face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white. To be transfigured, as I've always understood it, means that Jesus appears to them, not as he is in his earthly body, but what he looks like in heaven. And so again, it says, And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. And suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. And then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here, if you wish, I'll make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud, a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. With him, I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up. And do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. And as they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until the Son of Man, that's me, has been raised from the dead. It's a great story. It's a great story of Jesus revealing himself as he is in heaven. Well, years later, Peter writes about this. Peter writes about this and he says this. In, in one uh, in in the second letter of Peter chapter one verse sixteen, for we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his modesty of his majesty for he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory saying this is is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. And what's really jumped out at me as I've as I've reflected on this in the last 24 hours is this: is that here is Peter, and he's saying, I'm convinced. He said I was an eyewitness to Jesus being transfigured. I saw it. He also says, I was a witness to the voice I heard saying, this is my beloved son. Peter is completely captured. Peter knows who this Jesus is now. And when it comes to knowing Jesus, I find myself, I've found myself asking myself the question in this last 24 hours, I've been praying through this. Is, is, is I, am I as convicted And convinced of who Jesus is, like Peter is. Am I I able to say, no, I've not seen Jesus and no, I've not heard ever any voices. But I can't deny seeing Jesus and seeing God in my life all around me in the things that have happened, in the circumstances that have occurred, in the people that I've prayed with who've been healed or the people that I've prayed with who've had things granted to them that God has worked in their life. Peter's convinced and, and he's able to say, I know this Jesus because I'm an eyewitness to it. And as I've been reflecting in this last 24 hours, I've been stopping and saying, am I an eyewitness to what Jesus has seen, what Jesus, who Jesus is, I should say, and what he's done? And I would have to say, yes, I am. And I think that's the same for many of us. If we would pause and we would see Jesus in our life in the in the way that Jesus has led us. So often when we look for Jesus in our life, we need to look behind us at the things of our past. Because Jesus has been in that place in our lives. In that place. And so I want to say to you today, as you reflect and, and as you pray, that our prayer could be, Jesus, can we see you for who you truly are? Because that's what Peter, James and John did. And, and, and in such a way that we know that we are convinced because we're eyewitnesses to what you're doing in the world and in our lives so that we can truly say that we know you. And so, so our prayer today is, Jesus, make me a witness. Jesus, make me an eyewitness so that my life is more surrendered to you in the place that you have me right now. To so many of us, God has us in different places in our lives. He's asking different things of us right now. And so, and so what I, I want to say to you today is pause and ask Jesus to, make, to reveal himself to you today. Not tomorrow, not the next day, today that you would see Jesus for who he truly is, that you would know, that you know, that you would know. And how do we do that? We do that in prayer. We do that from the prayer that wells up within us, the truthful voice within us, that place where we are truer self. Come before God and say, "Make make me an eyewitness. Convince me of who you are. And I pray that would really bless you today. It's been such a powerful reflection for me in this last 24 hours. And so I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. I want to say thank you to so many people who've written to me and said they're praying for this time of retreat, this time of reflection that I'm on. Uh, I didn't expect anybody to write, but I'm so grateful that so many of you uh, have blessed me with your prayers. Um, and, and so why don't we pray together right now? Loving Father, we thank you today. We thank you today that you are with us. Lord, make us eyewitnesses, make us as convinced as Peter was that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, that you seek to be in our lives. And in the busyness of life, Lord, I'm just blessed with this few days of pause, but in the busyness of life, allow us to find you, to see you and to be convinced of you so that we grow in that ever-deepening relationship, an ever-deeper relationship with you. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.